You're listening to the Frame 100 Podcast, a show by Brick Filmers for Brick Filmers. And welcome to the Frame 100 Podcast, the show that is looking forward to our new AI overlords. You're listening to episode 14 of the show. I'm Chris, known as Goldbrick Productions, here with Trevor, aka Suited Ninja Nerd Studios. How's it going? And Marcus, aka Brickhead Studios. Marcus is not here. Marcus 2.0 has taken his position on the Frame 100 podcast. See, we've already begun. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, I see what you did there. I, 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 I'm catching on. I got you. <laughs> so as you may have guessed from the title, the marketing, and the intro here that was slapped together in about five seconds, we will be talking about AI. But first, before we get into that, we have a question from our audience. Would one of you guys like to read it off? Yeah, if I can find it here really quick. Um, yeah, so we've got a question here on Twitter from our pal Nick Douglas uh, saying, hashtag Frame 100 Podcast. What creative pursuit do you think you would have pursued if you hadn't become a brick filmer? Chris, I think you said you had a, a good answer for this, so I'm going to push this towards you first. <laughs> All right, I'll buy you guys some time. Uh, this will probably come as no surprise to anybody. But I think if I hadn't gone into brick filming at all, considering where I was as a kid, I probably would have wanted to try and get into music. And what inevitably ended up happening is I would have gotten into rock and metal. So if I wasn't brick filming right now in this alternate timeline, I would probably be into music. I would probably have a metal band because that would be a lot of fun. So you're, what you're telling me is that you want to blow up people's eardrums. Got it. Basically, yeah. I would like to join you on this quest of blowing up people's eardrums. Sweet. You, you want drums, guitar, clean vocals? I call unclean vocals. Uh, funny story. I actually used to play drums back when I was a kid in Malaysia. Yo, we, yeah, for, for like I, I love myself a fellow drummer. I respect that. I did that stuff in middle school. It's great. I played so many instruments in my early life, actually. like I played the drums first, and then the trumpet. And then percussion, I, I don't know what... what yes, what percussion really specifically, because it's it's not yeah. just the drums, it's percussion. You're playing more than yeah. just the drums. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then I got a B in elementary school, because I was pretty bad at it. And I'm like, what the heck? And then, maybe about a year ago, I met the band teacher at my local music shop. It's like, you look familiar. I'm like, yeah, you're the dude that gave me a B in elementary school. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so after that... I played piano and then violin and then I stopped. Nope. Ah, that's a shame. That's how it goes. <laughs> so I played piano for a bit in middle school, mostly because my parents wanted me to. I was horrible. I didn't practice. My mom straight up says that she was uh, somewhat sheepish at recitals because I sounded horrible. So that <laughs> ended. Yeah. I really wish I would have learned guitar, though, because inevitably all of their factors remained the same. I would have found out about rock, metal, etc., and I probably would have really gotten into it. Who knows? Maybe I could have been, you know, in one of my favorite bands. You Well, um, no. It, realistically, you'd probably just end up being composers for a lot of us. <laughs> well, technically, if I didn't go into brick filming, I wouldn't have met any of you guys. Mm, so it definitely true. does matter. We, we would have never met filming. each other. That's true. And this is, this is why if Chris had become uh, a musician... We truly would have been living in the darkest timeline. 
if if well, we did not do brick filming and not met each other, we would all be very sad boy hour time. I mean, this is are, are we not already in, though? Are, are we not already? No, 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 much worse. Oh, that's true. That's we're, true. Yeah, we're not though because of metal and <laughs> album releases. Uh, no, but all right, sure. It's just yeah. a, it's just a solve all for everything, Trev. You have to embrace it. Oh, fine, Trev. Right. Do you do you want to go next? Yeah, or do you want yeah. Me to stall for you. Um, I'll go next. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I know. As a kid, I was so interested in a myriad of different things. So like. If you had asked me this question back before I found brick filming and like film and ultimately went down that path, I would have probably told you like everything under the sun. I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a, an artist. I'm going to be, um, I don't know, like the, a cook. Uh, most of those, which I can't actually do. <laughs> um, I can't. A horror director. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um i i I can i think i can do i can't do anything on that list except for write and i'm i'm an animator who can't draw but that's a story for another day um but yeah honestly though i probably would have gone with art like art just in general as a career um because i did art for such a long time and then i took a hiatus from it because my film interests were kind of getting in the way of that um so yeah, now now I'm dealing with all this having to get back into art stuff again because that's what they're pushing to us in all my animation courses. But that's so that's a yeah, that's a fun that struggle. But that's my story. Yeah, I probably would have gone into doing art or like illustration of some sort. How about you, Marcus? I can see that. Um, as a kid, uh, well, I grew up in a restaurant, so. I originally wanted to become a chef, but then I realized that I was vi- too weak, physically too weak to uh, carry a walker pan and uh, cook things. Are you still? And Yeah. <laughs> do you even lift, bro? Yeah, do I even lift, man? Sad. But no, like the restaurant oh. business was is, is very difficult. So uh, I gave up on that. And... You hear that, everybody? Uh, Marcus is a quitter. And then my friend kind of introduced <laughs> me to, like, the IT cybersecurity world in, like, middle school. And then I kind of joined him on that adventure for a bit. And that's basically what I would have done. Probably IT. Take the take the boring life path. Live comfortable. But then, of course, <laughs> that's, that's if I didn't do brick filming. But since I do, uh, we are having a fun life. Or at least I think I'm having a fun life. Pain. It's fair. Pain. I feel like on our, all of ours, though, like we could probably balance both. Like, Trent, you could balance illustration and brick filling for sure. Mm. I think you probably could, Marcus, <laughs> except for like the the night nights where you'd, you'd be what you call it, slogging over code for hours on end. The nights where he'd be hacking into the UN. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how I'd make a brick film in the back of a tour bus, but we could figure it out. Hey, if who is it? Wasn't it Hudson? If or no, if Rio can do one on a plane and Hudson could do one in a car, you could do one on a tour bus. Come on! All right, all right. So we got Perfect. one in a tour bus. We got one in a submarine. We got one in lava, and now we need one in space. We need those. Well, I, I feel like Chris would oh Chris would suffice for both of those. <laughs> I'd go for it. Yeah, uh, I want to do the one in lava. I want to do the one. Did you say underwater? Was that one? 
Yeah, submarine. Yeah, I'll do one of the submarine. That 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 sounds cool. <laughs> Air pressure gonna kill me, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just unlock the hatch and just mm-hmm. explode. Yes. I love it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Do you get crushed? Do you get crushed or you explode? You get crushed, right? You get crushed, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the air pressure. You get crushed from the sudden crush into water and whatnot. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I guess... I feel that. I guess speaking of um, submarines and the, the, the machinery involved... God, this is the worst... This, this has to be the worst segue. Wow. This has, this has, this has, I know we say this every time, but this has to actually be the worst segue we've come up with. And of course, it's for hey, me. Hey, it's a, it's a brand thing, you know? We, we gotta just... Ha- we just gotta clean it now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but we're we're gonna be diving into the world of AI uh, in, I guess not only brick filming but animation kind of as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. I guess Chris, give everybody the lowdown on what's been what's been happening in the community recently. Absolutely. So this discussion's been going on for a long while. Yes. So. It's not, it's not fair to assume that we just happened to stumble upon this or it just happened to be a big deal. But it started with a tweet. Or at least for us, it started with a tweet. It always starts with a tweet. It, that, that's how, you, that's how you know that's you know it's going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our friend, uh, Sean Willis, a.k.a. Silly Penta, tweeted, Apparently all it takes to fool people into liking motion smoothing is to call it AI frame interpolation 60 FPS. Which I thought was kind of funny, because he talked about frame blending, and we actually made a joke about this last podcast, and everyone just, it just feels dirty and disgusting. Well, then our buddy Rio Force, he, <laughs> he decided to test this little theory. And so he took one of the most well-known, for various reasons, questionable, sort of nebulous. Questionable, but yes, I, I, I guess you could say well-known. Yeah. He took Beast. He took Beast and interpolated it into a 60 FPS stop motion. And everybody went nuts. It's funny because Nick Douglas commented on it and he said, it glitches whenever it cuts. I commented with, ah, it enhances whenever it cuts. (laughs) Well, sarcastic. So actually, the the first example that I saw of this, at least recently, was, um, of course, I'm not not remembering the uh, video title or anything, but it was somebody who they had some space film uh that was like you know utilizing this it took the film it was from 15 fps and used ai to interpolate it to up to 60 fps and i'd argue that the results are more or less worse than what you see in beast but um it's just it's it's another art of its own like uh we and it's funny so we dug into Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Oh, oh. So now we dug into this a little bit. So I asked Rio how he did it, and he referenced. I can't remember what the site is, but the site uses an implementation of an algorithm called Dane. Dane, yeah. D A I N, which stands for Depth Aware Video Frame Interpolation Model. Because when it comes down to engineering acronyms, the more letters you can use and the more letters you can throw out, the better. So don't ask why it has video in the acronym and yet there's no V in Dane. Isn't it on GitHub or like Patreon? I remember them saying that in the video. It is on GitHub. It can be supported through Patreon. Uh, We're referencing a journal paper from... I closed the journal link, dang it. But the paper's called Depth Aware Video Frame Interpolation from Shanghai Jiao Tong University. 
I probably butchered the pronunciation there, but I apologize. And it's actually a really interesting paper, about 10 pages worth. It's more of like a conference size or anything, where it talks about a neural network that's used to basically insert in additional frames in order to meet a specific frame rate. All right, here's the tricky part where I gotta go into the background of machine learning and do it really fast before we lose our audience. Exactly. You guys gonna be all right? <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I can be, and I can't speak for the audience, so you might as well jump all right in. All aboard the roller coaster. I was about to say train. I don't know why I didn't say train. I sound like a train conductor, <laughs> but all aboard this train. Okay, Tom Hanks. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So the reason why I have a specific vested interest in this is because I'm a graduate student in electrical and computer engineering, and I took an artificial intelligence slash machine learning course. That course was honestly a horrible experience. I would never recommend it, but I did learn a few things about the technology. What's unique about machine learning is that it's a series of programs where the program basically learns from itself. So you have two stages, you have your training and your testing. And... This uses what's called a neural network, which is basically a decision-making tree. So it takes your inputs, which in this case are frames, and it tries to guess what the output's supposed to be. So you train the algorithm by giving it inputs where you know what the output is supposed to look like. And the algorithm will compare the output it came up with to the output it's supposed to expect, figure out what it did wrong, and implement that to be learned in the next trial. And so when you trained it enough, you have an algorithm that has quote-unquote figured out how to do it correctly the next time. So then when you're done with all your training, then you can kick into testing to see how it all runs. And then once you confirm that your testing has perf uh, performed fairly well, then you can stick this out in the World Wide Web and people can have fun with it. So it so looks like they went through several different data sets to uh, train and test it. They talk about this in the paper. Again, highly worth reading. And for the most part, out of several different algorithms they tested, they listed six of them here, on several different data sets, Dane seems to perform the best. I think that's one thing that has incentivized people, especially in brick filming, to go ahead and try it out. And why you start seeing videos all over Reddit where people are like, Dude, check out the 60 FPS interpolation, man! Those people, so yeah. those people, they don't deserve salvation. They deserve nothing. I mean, I, I'm going to get my brick filmer card revoked and the can hashtag cancel GDP revolution is going to begin i think this is really cool technology no even i know it kind of really sucks well, since right i don't now, have that card. i see <laughs> i see potential yeah like I, I i see where you're coming from like yeah i i could totally see this kind of catching on in the future but at the same time i don't know there, there's definitely some uncanny valley to it. it there's a lot of it that has to get like kinks worked out um like this is definitely not a final form per se of this um you know movement that we're seeing we're seeing happen but um it it really is like an interesting i guess debate to bring up um yeah marcus you had one something thing i to will say. mention oh. i was yeah, going to i was basically going to simplify what chris said if i'm correct so basically you have like one keyframe and then another keyframe and then it's trying to like figure out all the in-betweens exactly yeah so the way it figures out that in between it relies on two different factors they mentioned this in the intro of the paper they're referring to motion and then what they call occlusion which is basically where they're taking items of depth in the video and so when it's trying to insert the next frame it prioritizes the pixels that are moving and that are in front 
So, for instance, in Rio's Beast video, you know, a lot of, a lot of us have already seen Beast already. There are scenes where the minifigure is moving in the foreground and the background doesn't change very much because the algorithm is trying to emphasize the minifigure as it's decided that the minifigure is in the front and the background can be ignored. What gets crazy, though, is because you have things like light flicker, set bumps, bad lighting, and also the fact that your camera has to be so close to the set that it doesn't necessarily give you a video where the background and the foreground are really uh, clearly separated, I guess. So as you're watching this video, you see a lot of artifacting in the background, because technically the background is also changing. And even though it's not in front, it's still somewhere on the priorities of this algorithm to guess where that is for the next frame. Yeah. What effectively, bringing it into like more animation terms, um, it's, what it's effectively doing is it's, it's in-betweening between yeah. the, yes. the, pre, uh, the predetermined uh, frames that were taken in the actual animation. Um, so like in-betweening is is more a concept that's used in other forms of animation that aren't stop motion um, because with other forms of stop mo or sorry with other forms of animation um, for example with 2d you'll start with your key poses you'll draw those first and then you go back in and you can clean those up a bit more uh, and that's all to try and help figure out the timing of your movements but you, you'll go in after that and you will add in in-between frames, which are basically how you get from point A to point B in a certain movement. So it's effectively putting that into the hands of a computer, which is exactly what you're doing with 3D. But again, we're dealing with frames here. So it's effectively kind of combining the processes for both 2D and 3D animation, which is really a really interesting way to think about it. And, you know, it's really interesting that we're kind of seeing that come to the forefront of uh this medium right now because it's it's definitely not a thing that's new it's been around for a while um frame bl frame blending has been long condemned by many an animator for the longest time <laughs> it, it's basically like a super advanced optical flow yeah yeah yes effectively. they actually use that term here optical flow well there yeah. you go to describe yeah. that yeah like nobody <laughs> uses frame sampling or frame blending. I, I don't know who uses frame blending. Oh my god, that thing is like horrendous. Frame blending, it, but it can have its uses, but they're very specific. Like I, when whenever I think of frame blending, like a good usage for that, I would think like when you're trying to get that look of like slow motion, but you're kind of having no. it like where it's like the 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 poses have like a little bit of like opaque fall off from them. Like you, you see it in a couple of like shows and movies here and there. Um, it's not utilized much these days as it was more a product of stuff from like the 2000s. But um, yeah, it's, it's, yep. it's super interesting. And I also, I wanted to pitch the idea of um, we, we, we've been having a lot of this discussion recently about merging technology, or I guess more technology with animation and i was thinking what if we could somehow figure out a way to have this work in tandem with the conversation we had a couple episodes ago about um facial animation and brick filming i'm wondering how that would work if it would work oh it's already begun We've given... I'm going to talk about this for a long while, but wait, 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 NVIDIA's wait. new 30 series GPUs have been focusing a lot on machine learning and artificial intelligence, and one of their demos was 
trying to interpret audio and turn it into facial animation. That's so cool. No way. That's so cool. Yeah, way. So, like, so, all the O's and, like, the sound, like, you know how you make those shapes? So it can, like, actually... Yep. Yeah. Interpret all those... Okay. Interesting. So it's effectively yep. reverse VTuber. That's so weird. I kind of hate that. Don't, don't ever use that term. I kind of hate yeah. that. I kind of hate that. But like, See, man, that's whole, so interesting. There's a whole branch of there's a whole branch of signal signal processing called speech signal processing, which specifically focuses on processing information based off of human vocal patterns. And so, one thing that we all know is that your mouth makes different shapes when you're pronouncing different words, and your tongue moves in different positions depending on what those words are. Or, sorry, not words, uh, syllables or phonemes. Yes. And what a lot of algorithms have tried to do is we know how the mouth looks when you're uh, hearing something. Because if you see a mouth movement, you can go, oh, that's an O, that's an E, that's a U. What's become kind of tricky, though, is doing it the opposite way around. When you get the sound, and then you try to figure out what the mouth looks like. And there's a series of frequencies that correspond with each different phoneme that are used in machine learning algorithms to figure out what letters are being said and how to make a mouth movement match to that. Which is one thing that NVIDIA has been working on with some of their new uh, GPU demos because they're able to process this audio really, really quickly with their new like 30 series Ampere GPUs and then go ahead and make the mouth movements correspond. Whether it's 3D, I can see applications for 2D or even brick filming. It's insane to think about. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. and. It's like, I'm just trying to think now about like other facets that you could kind of um, put it into because like, you know, we had to talk about like mouth animation, like, you know, if, if you can figure out a way to get this to automate itself and I don't know, like would AI tracking, like would that have to be, I guess that would have to be something to kind of be developed in tandem with this just to get it to like stick to the faces and everything. Is, Nvidia is also is that a, that's that. another of course it's another thing God I yeah, should have actually crazy. paid attention to that. <laughs> well, it's actually there was this big huge press conference, so we were watching it in lab. We got nothing done for forty five minutes, but that checks great, out. Honestly. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, like Nvidia is showing off their new GPUs, and of course there's like game demos for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven oh, and Call of Duty and whatnot. Doom Eternal, and of course. Uh, Trev, yeah, Trev, you looked through the Doom Eternal gameplay, and that was spicy. Oh, uh, looks I good. One thing they. I love how they made the 30 series when I literally got that 2080 a few months ago. Yeah. Foolish mortal. <sighs> it's but it's okay. It's okay. I'm okay with this. I can still use the 2080 for like a solid like six years maybe? Six. I think you could get away with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, the new 30 series is like basically the cap. A lot of games are going to try and match that, but they're still going to have options for everything down the line. And the 2080 is still decently powerful. It's just now that, well... They're trying to accelerate more machine learning stuff with the new 30 series to get it faster. Mm-hmm. Like one thing they've uh, talked a lot about is with real-time rendering, instead of trying to take take so much time and energy trying to render a scene perfectly, or I guess like a, a snapshot, they want to try and render a decent version of it and then have a faster machine learning algorithm basically guess and fill in the blanks. Hmm. So this is becoming very much a expected thing within game design, 3D animation, CGI, etc. Within brick filming, we're not quite there yet because we are a more niche art. And I guess I'm being fully honest here, a lot of brick filmers aren't big on new leaps in technology. Mm. 
that's uh, stubborn. I'm just gonna put that. That's way. a spicy topic. <laughs> that, but no, going back to what you said about like um, uh, CGI. That was another thing I was thinking about. Was it, I'm wondering like if there is a possibility that we would be able to reverse engineer this um, AI interpolation and get it to somehow like you could you know go in and animate something in 3d and cgi you know using like lego parts like um going in and doing stuff with like blender or mecha bricks and then animating it but animating it very smoothly so that you could then allow the ai to go in and then kind of reverse the process of what it's doing to brick films currently and in, in in terms of adding frames what if it could potentially remove frames instead um i feel like that would not by any means be the best way to go about it but that's still a really interesting thing to think about i think the lego movie actually does that like it actively takes out frames that's final animation yeah like it's like your your frames that you save for a render like i played around with blender a little bit and i got friends who really dive into it shoot this would have been a good episode of jumbo gauge on like some of the blender demos i've done if I want to turn down the frame rate, I just either pick out frames or I just actively change the frame rate and just let the time increase or decrease a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly there. And I think you could have an algorithm that selectively takes out frames. What might be more in line, though, is you could have a machine learning algorithm analyze the expected movement of stop motion. So feed in some brick films and see if you can replicate that same sort of, you know, abrupt kind of poppy movement within a clean CGI render. Because the enemy of CGI is perfection. If it doesn't look imperfect in certain places, no one is going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, like, God, it's just so interesting. And I'm trying to think, too, of, like, other, you know, other facets that you could kind of apply it to. Because while it's definitely not, like, revolutionary or anything, like we said, it's it's been around for a fairly long time. It just hasn't had this super official, you know, frame interpolation, 60 FPS name attached to it up until just now. Um, Well, really, the only thing that's changed in recent days is that it's just becoming a more commonplace thing. Like way back when, it was a big topic of discussion. I know Bricks in Motion was a lit about it. But these days, it's becoming a thing where we're revisiting it constantly because somebody's doing something new with it. Mm -hmm. And... There's just like, there's also been this movement of like you know now we're starting to see films that are utilizing um, different frame rates. We're we're not constantly trying to get like super smooth movements out of everything, and it, it it's one twenty fps. Let's go! Oh my god, no! <laughs> um, but like, wasn't there a film that sh- was shot in one twenty fps? Now that it there has it? to be, wasn't it Gemini Man? There probably. I think was. it was Gemini Man. Was at least Gemini Man was shot at a much higher frame rate than. Yeah. most films were and it doesn't it doesn't look great just from the clips i've seen um well, well we all know about the hobbit controversy right oh i actually don't please explain elaborate Wait, for, for us and the listeners yep. <laughs> so with, with the Ho- the hobbit i believe it was uh the hobbit unexpected journey they filmed it and played it at 60 fps mm-hmm. and this is like a big marketing thing that they were pushing unfortunately a lot of people claimed that they had headaches or felt nauseous after watching it. Whether or not that's entirely attached to the 60 FPS remains up for debate. It could just be more of a correlation than a causation. But it's interesting because generally the higher frame rate goes, suddenly people start getting a little more antsy. I think really the only place where a higher frame rate is pretty much universally accepted as a good thing is within gaming. 
Mm-hmm. I've never really heard it as, man, more frames is better for film, for animation, literally for anything other than video games. Yeah. Um, it's strange. What was, what was the other thing I was going to mention? Like, uh, yeah, like we're, we're reaching this point now with animation specifically where like, I, I think a lot of companies are having a bit more faith in not having to have all of their movements for characters be super smooth and consistent and always at 30 or 60 FPS or wherever the heck we're at. Or like we're trying to go towards, um, like we're finally starting to see a lot more stylization in the way that um, characters and things within films move. And part of me fears that if this does end up catching on, we'll kind of see that revert back to what we have spent all this time finally straying away from. Um, Because that's one of the things like that's so cool about the lego movie is that like it was animated specifically to homage itself to the limited frame rates of brick films so that's why like the way that that film moves is like completely different from anything you would see coming out of pixar um anything you would see coming out of dreamworks like it's you know i can't say sony now because they they did a lot of messing around with that in spider-verse but um and it seems like they're doing a lot of that too with uh, a bunch of their upcoming films like connected um so like yeah it's it's really interesting um seeing that kind of go back on itself in a way i don't know like yeah it's a very cool new somewhat scary uh development happening right now (laughs) I think the reason why higher FPS films don't work is because, like, Trev, you, you might have to help me with this, but, like, do you remember, like, <laughs> back in the old days of, like, film when, um, well, not the old days, like, I'm not sure if you've done, like, any film readings on, like, what do you call it, when films were first released, like, like what, it's what not really the, um... recording, it's, like, literally moving images, Oh, like film on, on the screen. And, like, when you look at it, right, mm-hmm. you're, like, kind of burning it into your head and, like, processing it. Yeah. But if there's, like, higher frames, that's, like, too much information to process for your, like, human brain. Because there are cuts <laughs> in the film. There's, like... It's all jagged. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why in video games, it's different because, like, it's a constant motion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't change too much, like like, filmmaking. Yeah. Or in films. Which is a true observation. Then I would have to look up the demographics, but I would dare wager that most of the people who went to The Hobbit and complained about the frame rate were probably older. Yes. Yeah. I would dare say that a lot, of, a lot of the younger demographic who's used to really high frame rates in games, especially in PC gaming, you kind of get used to it eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, hum- the human mind has an incredible ability to just learn to block things out. So it's just something that you would learn for if there's too many frames, block a few out. We're also it just this, in this. Oh, is this? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, we're we're also in this age now too, where like we we've reached such an interesting point where people have no attention spans. So that's why like people are always trying to make um, like this was something that very recently came up in a couple film classes I'm in, uh, and we were talking about the um, the 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 way that films cut, like the way that movies are cut, and how with editing you you see movies being cut in ways where there's so many more cuts going on than you would see back in the day um not just because of technology and how that's advanced and how they really didn't have the capabilities to just not cut in movies but 
it's also just because audiences have such small attention spans that if whatever you're seeing up on screen is always constantly changing and there's always new stimuli going on, that's going to prompt people to stay glued to the screen more and pay more attention. And I think that's kind of the same mentality that we're getting at here with what this is doing. I can see that. Yeah. Then we're, we're at a... Well, it's been happening for a while. I know the example I gave a while ago when we did our talk about sound is just that technology, especially uh, digital signal processing technology, always leaps a step ahead and people grab it and bring it back and then it becomes current. Like I mentioned, like the flanger, for instance. The flanger is a, just a weird technology developed to kind of do the inverse of an echo, where instead of grabbing samples beforehand, you grab samples in the future, which only works really for a pre-recorded uh, setup. And then the, the song, uh, I got the actual title this time, because I can never remember the actual title. Life in the Fast Lane by the Eagles was one song that it, uh, made the flanger very famous in the chorus. And the original developers who created this te uh, technology, they didn't anticipate that people would actually want to use it. It was sort of just a proof of concept of what you can do with DSP tech. And then lo and behold, it became something that people actually wanted in their artwork for a good long while. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, it, it's like, you I know... I think it's like with machine learning as well. Like, it exists. Now people are thinking, hey, here's this new tool. How can we use this? Yeah, and that's like, I, I, I will be very interested to see if this sticks around or if it kind of phases out or you know just what's gonna happen with it um yeah yeah really i doubt it'll fade well i think frame interpolation will probably die out in the way we're seeing it where people are using it to show dramatic differences like again look at beast beast was not filmed at 60 fps whatsoever no <laughs> what fps was it filmed at do you guys know have we ever seen an actual like animation that was 60 fps no, we've never seen that we, i mean i think the most people have bothered trying to go to is, is 30 um i know 24 is like kind of a a norm for some people um but yeah is. 30, 30 is i think the highest i've ever kind of conceived somebody going um but consistently is that in some i found funny is that in some circles people are trying are moving towards the opposite. So instead of adding more frames, they add less frames. Mm -hmm. Apparently there's uh, some sort of feeling in Pride where instead of using 15 FPS, like all the normies, you drop down to 12 FPS. Mm. I know yeah, I'm being because... a bit of a jerk, but this conversation made me go, the point being? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I was just conversing with some people and they are just like, yeah, you know, 12 FPS is great. I had a guy ask me, yeah, you know, you should talk about some of your favorite brick films based on FPS. And I said, that could be interesting, but I do not pay attention much to FPS unless it services the story or the narrative. Exactly. So when it comes to stuff like 60 FPS interpolation, I think that's pretty cool as long as it works the narrative. And I guess as long as it doesn't look like garbage. <laughs> story. At the end of the day, as long as the story is good, you're fine. Exactly. That's yes. all that matters. Exactly. And then second is lighting. Eh, I could say sound and lighting is most important, actually. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're I, like, the first thing you ever hear is sound. Mm -hmm. So there are times where I think sound takes precedence to everything else because it's going to be the first stimuli someone gets for your scene. Well, I would hope. The uh, I would also hope it's the first thing you hear because I don't know. I don't know how exactly how you would see sound, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
we can yeah. arrange that. I'm, I'm joking. I am 100% joking. Uh, and welcome to the thanks. next episode where we hear colors and see sounds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you I start to feel the colors. I can only really think of one brick film that was at 12 FPS where I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. But it's because they advertised way ahead of time it was 12 FPS. And at that time, I was specifically thinking, that's got to look jank. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. What? I literally wow, could not tell you another 12 FPS film on this planet. I can't remember the name of it, actually. Oh, wow. But like uh, some cl- like classic space guys are all in red and they were fighting over a flag, I think. Hmm. Shoot. Someone in the comments is going to correct me and I'm going to have to eat some humble pie. I remember or I watched we'll just that. revoke thing. your brick filming card. I mean, someone should have taken it already, but it's still here, so live live to fight another day. Like that's the only film where I deliberately was thinking about the FPS. And even I've experimented with fifteen and twenty-four. Really the only reason I do fifteen is because twenty-four is a whole extra nine pictures I don't want to take. That's literally <laughs> it. Wow. I just I don't care enough because my emphasis is on story and narrative. Mm-hmm. So when I see tools like this, I don't freak out thinking, it's the end of the world. I just think, huh, well, if they can tighten it down to in- make the story interesting and to make the visuals help drive the story forward, I'm all Gucci. <laughs> all right. So cool. Yeah, I guess we've kind of brought that to a head. So I guess speaking of, uh, what's the word, taking over a certain uh, group of things how, how are we all feeling about the amazing amount of d to c sets that have been releasing this year i know we don't we don't tend to talk a lot about the actual products that we're buying to make the films that we're you know warranted in making so like i kind of want to like shift focus and talk about that at, at, like at now like you know let, let's let's see um what everyone's thinking about D to C sets. I know just the other day I tweeted out saying 2020, the the year of Lego D two C sets. Um because yeah, we we just keep like we're getting like three a month at least. It's insane. And for those of you what, who don't what was announced. Uh what was that? What was announced? Sorry for Oh, oh no, you're that. fine. Um like, so yeah, so what, for for those who don't know, um D to C stands for direct to consumer sets. Uh, it's the moniker that's given for Lego sets that usually cost over like a hundred dollars or more. We're kind of seeing that like the eighteen plus line uh, is basically like the, what has been established as the DSC sets. DSC as a concept doesn't make a ton of sense to me, anyways, because all of the sets are you know going directly to the consumer. But that's besides the point. Um. <laughs> Not entirely, actually. So DSC sets are often only sold through Lego or through Lego stores. Oh, okay. Then Whereas that makes sense. there are a lot of there are a lot of larger scale sets that are sold through, say, Target, Walmart, Amazon, etc. So, for instance, you can't get a modular building by driving down to your local Walmart. You can only get it at a Lego store or ordering through Lego or the secondhand market, which Lego has no control over. Brick fair. Uh, except they bought Bricklink. <laughs> so, yeah, they can technically control whatever they yeah. want. Um... <laughs> they can't control Brick fair, though. Exactly. Instead, disease can. Yeah. Anyway. um but yeah like there's been an insane amount of ddc sets and while i love it like we've we've been seeing a lot of really interesting stuff that they've been deciding to do with ddc like you know we've gotten 
uh, like the fairground line made a return with the haunted house set. It, it's a shame that Sam isn't here to talk with us about that. But um, yeah, like we we, we saw yeah. the fairground sets return. Um, we're seeing all these like well no the I was about to talk about the busts, but those technically don't count as DGC sets. Um, the, bus? the busts like the oh, the oh like like the Darth Vader yeah, 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 yeah. stormtrooper yeah like yeah the heads those. I was actually wanting to Iron talk Man. about those Iron Man <laughs> like, Chris like was Iron Man um, wait, wait, so those aren't considered <laughs> no those are just DTC? those are just technically eighteen plus sets like because Lego now has okay. this new eighteen plus like it's not its own specific yeah. line oh, so... but its own like new age rating for all this stuff um right right yeah so when we're talking about like D to C we're talking about like big big sets yes then. it's like usually you know if lego's got a set rolling out that's yeah. like a hundred bucks or more and it's not like directly related to a line of sets um that's kind of where it applies it, it can because they do it with star wars all the time um like the uh, recent here's, one here's yeah. the thing though dtc is strictly defined as from lego to consumer not from lego to target lego to walmart lego yeah. to uh, anywhere else but lego 2 consumer mm-hmm. they generally oh, so like tend all to those be hard to find items then eh, not necessarily pretty much but... I, yeah. no that's that's actually exact exactly what they are oh, well, like the smaller ones know. they just don't care you can get them wherever but they focus their energy on these really big ones they have to get directly from lego so you can kind of you know have a more tightly controlled mm-hmm. uh distribution of them mm-hmm. uh the helmets i did see at target the other day look pretty good funny enough uh, one of my favorite local restaurants uh, they had the Boba Fett helmet just sitting there as a display, like, on a uh, shelf. <laughs> so, like, a shelf with, like, d- different knickknacks and whatever, and they just had this Lego Boba Fett helmet from the new wave. <laughs> it looks amazing. pretty cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like... Yeah. And, like, I know they did not get that at a Lego store because there's no Lego store in my entire state. <laughs> well, you can easily get it at Shop at Home because Shop at Home also applies to all this as well. Uh, that's fair. Um... But yeah, like, uh, just, just, uh, was it, what was it? Was it yesterday? Yesterday morning, right? Um, at least at the time of us recording this video. Yesterday morning, they announced the, um, uh, the Elf Clubhouse, which is this year's Winter Village set. Um, I love it. It's a great set. Like, the new, the new reindeer mold is super cool. I like, I like the different printing. I like the printing for the elves is slightly different from what we saw in both the Santa's workshop set and the one that we have from the CMF, one of the CMF series. Um, but yeah, like it's a cool set. Like I, and I'm happy that they're kind of, they're, they're starting to make the winter village sets a bit cheaper because they used to be like fairly, they used to be like 80 bucks. Yeah. They used to be like around 80, 80 to a hundred. they started making them a lot more expensive. Um, yeah. so it's nice seeing them kind of like, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, tail it back a bit more with this new one. Um, well, they're not tailing back the releases, though. Yeah. So, according to Brickset, September 9th, most Eisley Cantina officially revealed. Of course, the Lego can't keep a leak to save their lives, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> and then, ten days, ten days later, Brickset posts, Take to the Skies Above Gotham Wing in the 1989 Batwing, oh, which yeah. is another D2C that set. Was, that was just revealed Saturday. And then, the 21st, literally... Two days after the Batwing is announced, this year's Winter Village set revealed. God, it's crazy. So you're telling so, uh, me what's money, guys? <laughs> uh, it's a fading concept, is Apparently. what it is. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then uh, on the thirty first of August, Diagon Alley revealed. Now, granted, there are pictures that are released ahead of time. There's leaks, and Lego will post teaser images. But for the most part, Brickset has been very consistent about posting news on the set. 
when it's quote unquote officially released. Yeah. I didn't even get the Batmobile yet. Like Lego chill, please. <laughs> oh, if you want this the best... continue the Batmobile. I the, still want the nineteen eighty nine one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the like Tim Burton. the D to C one that yeah. last year. Tim Burton. Like, the big one. I'm yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love those um the, the nineteen eighty nine Batman sets. Like I the Batwing one looks great too. I, I mean, those are my favorite Batman. Like that's my favorite Batman movie. So uh, outside of the Lego movie or the Lego Batman movie, I should say. But um, I I, I yeah. love those uh those movies. So like, uh, I'd love to get those sets. But again, I am a poor suffering college student. So it is going to be a long time before I ever get those. <laughs> I will be scouring the aftermarket in an attempt to find them when I am a rich and famous filmmaker. Or so he said. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And there we go. Uh, Marcus has just revealed that he, in fact, was the Joker in the 1989 Batman movie. It was was never Jack Nicholson. It was just Marcus. (laughs) It was me all along. I'm joking. That's not out of line. Oh, my gosh. That's not out of line. You're straight up killing me right now. great. But yeah, like it's. I think they also want to count idea sets as well. There have been two idea sets that released. There mm-hmm. was the D2C Mickey and Minnie. I'm just browsing through bricks at this point. Like, it's crazy. Another train was released. Uh, the new Technic Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. It's been I insanity. Like a lot of companies these days are releasing too too many things, and I'm just gonna speak from my point of view. So like, you. Everybody knows, or people that know me, knows that I played a trading card game. And I've been feeling kind of burnt out because they've been releasing, like, a product every month. And I'm like, I don't want to spend money every month just to keep up. And so I got a little burnt out. And I'm like, okay, time to sell all this. I'm done with this. I'm not paying, like, money for something that's like gonna go out of date in like another year or so or in another three months because it's just gonna lose value over time no just mm-hmm. appreciate yeah but like of course that doesn't happen with like lego and other companies not necessarily but, like... but yes yeah well, lego kind of does depreciate though or are you talking about the constant releasing like the concept of releasing Okay. Lego's certainly uh, reaching that point. Mm. I would just argue that Lego does depreciate, which does make it a little bit trickier. I mean, aftermarket prices are pretty bad, but... I mean, like, given, like, in 10 years, it's going to be rare. The sets are going to be rare, of course, after they discontinue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. That happens with anything that runs through its limited uh, production line. Um, Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. No, I was just thinking about my new obsession now, vinyl, and how that also has <laughs> limited runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and, you know, uh, you, you know, screwed. Chris, they're, like, releasing things too, right? Like, a lot of products at the same time. It's just like, I can't keep up with this. See, that's generally the case with a lot of music and pre-orders. Mm. The thing is, though, I find with a lot of bands, they only really release one album every two years, maybe three years. Maybe they'll throw in an EP around the one-year anniversary yeah. of the album it just released. But for the most part, it's pretty slow. And what I appreciate about it, too, is that it's very deliberate. A band doesn't just throw out an album just because they can. Unless you bring me the horizon. But for the most part, there's a lot of care and effort put into it. And it becomes fairly timeless as the context of the songs are not only cemented on when you first heard the album and what memories you associate with it, but they can still ring true even today. 
Lego, on the other hand, I don't see that same sort of attachment value to it. I don't know, I'm going to go on total heresy track here, but a set does not... The, the, all the sets that they're releasing here, they don't feel like they really mean anything. And th there's not really much you can attach to like a set in terms of like memory or emotion or whatnot. But I think the vast majority of sets now that are, that are suddenly being pushed out is even harder to attach. Hashtag cancel GBP. Hashtag cancel GBP. Let's Revolcus, go! Revolcus brick filming card. <laughs> I've given you about a whole 49 minutes here, at least on my recording, for you guys to cancel my card. Yes. Get to it. We're gonna we're gonna destroy Chris. But yeah, I like I, I kind of feel the same way. Like there's just been there's so there's so many that it's even hard just out of those DTC sets to be like, yeah, if I'm gonna blow all my money on just one of these products, I gotta pick this one. Like I know personally, I really want to get the. Um, the Lego NES uh, D2C set that came out. Yeah, in, there's still that too. Oh my August. god, I forgot yeah. about that. Um, that came out in yep. August, the beginning of August, and it's like I still really want to get that. That'll that might be a, a Christmas gift to myself. We'll see. Um, Man, we got what do we got? So we got High Warriors. We got PS5, Xbox One, the 30 series. Oh, we got don't too many things buy a on. console. Don't play their game. <laughs> PC I mean, Master Race. PC Master Race. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I can there, prove it just... mathematically. But anyways, I mean, and the crazy thing about all of this is that we're living in a year where the economy has not necessarily been failing, but it hasn't been in the ripest of shape either. We're 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 basically in a recession. I mean, we we're... we are in a recession, but yeah. it's just like, man, it's so bizarre. Like, can I get on a high horse for just a hot? Minute? For a hot, we're we're, yeah. we're 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 watching the time right now. You have a minute. Go. One thing that I am very frustrated with the Lego community in general, I feel like a lot of us are very materialistic when it comes to Lego, and often we just buy the big and exclusive sets just to have them, and rarely do we actually use them. Which is why I try to make sure any set I get is something I'll use for brick film. And even then, I end up failing because I just want to get it for the cool factor and not because I think that it'll actually satisfy some sort of desire, which is an inherently corrupt philosophy. All right, probably under a minute there. Yeah, about 30 seconds. I'm going to add on to that minute, actually, because uh, you you are absolutely correct when I uh, have that backlog of all those Lego sets in my room that I need to build. It's just like, I don't feel like building these. Like, I thought I was going to use it for brick filming, but, like, no, I only need the module buildings, and that's it. And I'm just like, wow, I just blew my money like that. Feels bad. Feels bad. I feel that. I mean, I honestly kind of feel a twinge of guilt whenever I buy a Lego set, thinking I could probably use this for something better. But for the most part, if I use it in a brick film, I feel kind of justified. Because, I mean, it's healthy to have a hobby, and it's healthy to put constraints on that hobby. Yeah. But I feel like one thing that's really sort of become expected in Lego community is just that that there aren't constraints. You're an adult. You can buy whatever you want. Some people buy insurance. Some people mm, pay taxes. You need that. You I need sure that don't. But I buy Lego. I prefer being a tax fugitive, but we'll talk about that another day. <laughs> you see, not even the Joker <laughs> takes on the IRS. Oh man. <laughs> see, and like it, so it's true. it's so weird because like with all these D2C sets, like yeah, a lot a lot of them are really cool. Like a lot of them are really interesting. But yeah, it's just like a lot of them I just don't want to go out of my way to spend money on. Like. I would say out of all the stuff that I'm remembering currently and, and the stuff that's released this year, I kind of had my eyes on getting the NES and then the Haunted House. And it was really just about, that was about it. 
two sets out of like what the 30 that they released this year like maybe even the diagonally uh, the diagonally like i could warrant getting that for i'm part. getting that i'm so getting <laughs> i could that. warrant getting that for part. i need to complete my harry potter collection oh my god that's that's why do we hang see, out with see, you that's the thing. like i'm a, a collector now that's why do we hang out with you god god disgusting Oof, jared has entered the chat <laughs> i'm just speaking for jared right now i i literally do not care oh uh, <laughs> I need to do Dude, do you know how long the Diagon Alley is? It's I'm big, like, yes. yeah, like, it's a big one. It is, it is huge. Yeah. But you know, it's funny, because when I was a kid, like, I talk a lot about how my dad has really influenced my animation, and how he's helped me a lot. When I was a kid, though, it was kind of the exact opposite. Oh, God. One thing he did say, though, that did stick with me is that there's always an exclusive. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, mm-hmm. but Dad, you don't understand, is this exclusive? But now I'm like, he is right. Like, he was ahead of the time there. <laughs> Like there you don't always, always need it. You don't always need it. There's always an exclusive, and you don't need it. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's one thing I kind of low key hate in the Lego community when someone says, "I need a set." If you need it for a specific purpose, like a brick film or a mock, okay, you can kind of get away with it. But generally, need like you need oxygen, you need food, you want Lego. You need sleep. I will test well, the elements I in an sleep. effort to not have to deal with those two materialistic things. I will survive off of Lego and nothing else. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, I'm gonna die. I remember die. back, like, <laughs> back in, a, I think, last year, summer? Do you guys remember when they were, like, doing that Bricktober thing with, like, mm. the minifigures? Like the Harry Potter minifigures. Yes, yes. That was, that was a fiasco, but yes, I do remember. And the Marvel oh, ones. Yeah. Like, I, I I unfortunately went to Barnes & Noble's and bought $100 as to get the freaking Harry Potter minifigs. Disgusting. And then when you realize they dropped in value to like 20 bucks, and I'm like, why did I just waste 100 bucks for like this set that I don't really mm-hmm. need? Just yeah. for these four minifigures, you know? The market can really I screw you sometimes. It's 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 interesting, that's for sure. And, and it's funny, we talk about all this and, like, about how you don't have to get all of it, but I've been hearing these rumors about them potentially doing a Lego Ninjago movie gardens, or Ninjago gardens set. I have heard that. And I, like, I've, but you know that what? is justified, okay? It looks it, nice. Oh, have yeah, there been, pic- I have there's seen... been pictures? It's your standard It's going to look nice. Are, are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like you. Well, I don't know about YouTube, but I have both of the Ninjago City docks. We, City, we so. both just have the Ninjago City. I would love to get the docks, yeah, but I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure I, I haven't looked at the aftermarket. But I'm pretty sure the docks have uh, gone up in price. Sadly, um, they have. Isn't it discontinued? It's been discontinued. Yeah, yes, which is unfortunately. Why. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. The thing is, though, I kind of don't mind. What What kills me though is I got Ninjago City for my birthday a while ago. And I love the set; looks great. But dude, I'm looking at it; it's just sitting there. See, yes, that's, with with that's, a bunch the of thing. that's the thing. And I see, have actually here's... been taking mine apart because I've been having to use it for parts. Like it, yeah. it, there, there's, it's. I, I've actually had to start taking it apart to get at like actual like structural pieces in the set. Oh my goodness! Um, like so, like I've I've been kind of ripping it apart in some spots, but like even just for the accessories, because those accessories, you know, we were. 
we were talking about exclu- exclusivity earlier, but like those exclusive like parts and prints and stuff, those do come in a lot of handy sometimes. So I will like kind of nab a couple that I, I'm like, you know, I'm like a kid who's trying to take all the little candies off of the gingerbread house and get away with it. Um, you know, you'll, you'll take off all those little adorning elements and, and you'll throw them on something. And then of course, you know, you forget yeah. to put them back and then you find it one day and you realize, oh, I, I, I took it off of there and I got to put it back. But then you don't remember where it goes because you've taken everything else that goes around there off, and it's just a mess. It, it's it's a mess. I t- I'm going crazy. Yes. <laughs> Send help. Help me. Honestly, there's a sort of wholesome vibe to that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the fact that you know you're just taking it apart as it was intended. Yeah, it's Lego. Lego it, doesn't it's intended to be you can taken rebuild apart it. and rebuild. Lego doesn't yeah. have a function where you put it together, but then you can't take it apart unless you use Craggle, in which case you're Satan. Same. But anyways, like, I look at these sets on my shelf, honestly, and maybe I'm just having, like, you know, a sad boy hours moment or something, but, like, I got Ninjago City, Sanctum Sanctorum, and Avengers Tower sitting up there. And for the most part, they're sitting up there because I haven't used it for a brick film. I kind of just thought, what if that set, if I hadn't bought it, would be in the hands of some kid who'd be having the time of his life with it? Don't think about it like exactly. that. Don't think about it like that because you'll just end up. I am like thinking crap. about it like that. You're gonna feel like no, 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 no. See, 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 see. Chris, the way you there. think about that is because the way you should think of it is that you are the kid. Exactly. exactly. That is one way to think about it. So you know, <laughs> I, you I, are I, having a time of the life. Oh my god! Yeah, so at we, it. Maybe get instead of looking at. So maybe though, instead of looking at the next exclusive and scheming about how I'm gonna get that. Maybe I should take a look at that shelf over there and figure out what to do with what I got. Yo, I remember when I bought... Is it called Brickpocalypse? Apocalypseburg. Apocalypseburg. Mm, Brickpocalypse, yeah, what the heck? Apocalypseburg? Oh, man. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be great. And then it's literally sitting on my shelf collecting dust for the past year. And I'm like, man, I need to do something with it. Take it apart. Yeah. Use it in some brick films. Bada bing, bada boom. We warranted the price. Am I a horrible person if I thought about, like, selling slash giving away some of the sets that I just straight up don't use? I mean, I'll, I'll take them off your hands. I can't really give you money for them, but sure. I mean, it's like a kid who actually wants them slash needs them. I'll take them off your hands. I don't exactly have money, but... Need. <laughs> we just covered need slash want. Yes. Yes, that's, that's uh, how yeah. it goes. Moral right. of the story. It's not a necessity, guys. Don't get it. Be, 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 um, what's the word? Be, be smart with your money. Grateful. Be responsible. Be, be responsible. responsible with be your responsible cash. and be grateful. I, I think I'd boil it down to that. Mm-hmm. And this is also I mean, in reference to what we were talking about with uh, the AI stuff. Be 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 responsible. Be be responsible, or I'll kill you. Around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or Marcus two point will kill everyone. Yes. Well, here, how about this I how about I really way. abstract it all for a second? It's all a tool. Like tools can be used. Tools break down. Tools can be acquired. Use, don't use them stupid. Chris, you're a tool. You know what one of my favorite bands is? Tool. I'm kidding. I've only started just listening to them. I'm, I'm working my way up there, guys. Oh, my God. Speaking of horrible segues, you want to do a thought-provoking question of the week? Yes, it is time. We, we've, we've hit that hour. We've hit that mark of uh, the day, and it's time da, 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 da. i'm loving oh never mind i can't say that. that's that's legally against copyright uh, and now i've been demonetized yay. all that zero dollars we made gone <laughs> i wasn't going for that tune but i guess somehow it did da, da, ba, ba, so i hate sad. you <laughs> all right marcus of course lay it on us it is your all... week this week sir 
I thought it was Chris's. Chris, lay it on us. It's your week this week, sir. <laughs> I am so stupid. Oh, my God. Hey, it, might, it may be my week for the question, but it's your week for terrible segues. Hey. Oh, I'm just going to cry in the corner. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> so, not going to lie, I, I put together, like, a big list of thought-provoking questions on a road trip a few weeks ago. Oh, God. That sounds not great. <laughs> That sounds that Dude, sounds there is so nothing better. else to do on the Montana freeway. Yeah. There's mountains here and mountains there, and my front speakers are dead. <laughs> nothing I can do. Aww. I've had a lot of great conversations with myself. But the point being, so here's the stop for book question. This one's a scenario question. It's kind of a shame Sam and Jared weren't here because I get I have a lot of fun with it, too. Oh, man. But here we go. All right. So you're sitting at your desk, and you hear knocking at the door. You go down to the door, and you open it. And it's you. But actually, it's a clone of you. Now, this you is from an alternate universe who has had basically the same experiences as you. He looks like you. Heck, he's probably wearing the same clothes as you. And he gets to visit your universe for 24 hours, and you can do whatever you want. What do you do? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. <laughs> the, the clone, right? It's a version of me, obviously, is a clone. Yep. Like, what, what do you say about, like, his memories and his experience? Yep. So, same memories, same experiences, looks just like you. The only thing that is different is that he somehow came over to your universe to hang out with you for 24 hours. Okay, so, by that logic, that makes by that logic, I wouldn't do anything with him. Because, yeah, what's the if point? He, if he's it, the it, same if person, the same like, person right? then what's the point? Oh, there's a lot of things. That deep introspection you do in the shower, you can do it out loud. Or you just want to mess with people in public, you can do that too. Oh, God. No, you're For right about me. People. I guess you're right okay. about that, yeah. Okay. Oh, shoot. Okay, this, this is what shoot. I would do. This is what I would do. First off, I want to begin an animation. That, oh, yeah, because you, you, you could do it. You could do double time on that, basically. Yeah, yeah. I would make an animation. <laughs> I would probably play that game, that training card game with me, because I still haven't sold all my cards yet. Even though I'm planning See, but to. Wouldn't, neither of you would win, technically. Unless, well, I guess it could come down to the cards that you... No, because I have, like, multiple decks. I, well, so. I was going to say, I guess it could come down to, like, the cards you get. Yeah. Because you're both going to be at the same skill level. But if you have, like, a different hand of cards, yeah. then one might yeah, exactly. naturally have a better advantage. Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> oh, I would do a lot of things. But yeah, messing with my friends would be a good one. Um, hmm. No, I guess just having a deep philosophical conversation with myself is probably the best even though i do that like every night <laughs> overthinking you know That's but it's like good to talk life. out loud you know invent to yourself mm-hmm. physically physically there we go that's how you pronounce that word <laughs> i guess I, yeah I think that's a good idea if i were to do anything with myself which sounds kind of weird just out of context you dance with yourself like the song dude <laughs> oh my god Oh my god, you're right though! Holy crap! I would I have am. a gym buddy! That's like one of my favorite songs, too! We talked about this before! Wait, what? And it would oh. also be your clone's favorite song, too, by extension. What the f- <laughs> <laughs> Why is Jeff so mind blown? Oh, I literally just what he just that said. That hurts. Because I'm the one who came into this being like, this would be so stupid if it's just with yourself. What's the point of doing anything with yourself? No, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would just, I would, I would dance with myself. To dance with myself. 
Oh. There you go. And you know what? Your clone has probably had this exact same conversation with clone me. Who knows? I'm not going to lie. If I did meet a clone of myself, I would probably feel... What's the word? Like... Self-conscious? More self-love. Oh, more... That too? <laughs> well, we know what Chris is doing with his... his, his uh, clone, the clone of himself. No, no. As, as, in, as in, like... Like, you know how, like... What do you call it? That saying is like, if you want to love someone, you got to love yourself first. That That's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I would just mess with everybody. <laughs> so, yo, Chris would finally have a reason to make the Chris 2.0 video. Oh, yo. Yes. Yo, oh, my Chris. goodness. Future Chris is a thing. <laughs> But real this Dude, time. we make all the videos. Like, I, I would probably just go that straight 24 hours without sleeping just to maximize the videos. Honestly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Myself, yeah. Like, we could have, you know, me versus Rick Masculine, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Future Chris versus Rick Masculine, finally. And it wouldn't have to me be versus me, finally. look super fake. You know what I would do? I would fight myself. Fight myself. There you go. <laughs> but see, do you both get inflicted? See who's strong. Do you both get inflicted with the same pain? That's the real question. There, there's got to be a. Okay, Drev. We are not going down this path again. You. That was super oh awkward goodness. last time you did oh, this. Oh no, I wasn't going for that. I was going for like a super trippy, like circle of circle right, of Chris. light. Oh, God. I hate you. I hate you. I would try to find all the metal songs that talk about you know me against myself or whatnot. Wait, that's a song. Me against myself. I wage war. Yeah, punch myself. And we karaoke that just to screw with people. But the crown jewel, the crown jewel, would be a live stream, a brick film live stream, and suddenly you just see two Chris's brick filming, and everybody's all, "What the literal heck fire?" <laughs> heck fire. That would be my crowning achievement. And then you could go home, and we're all good. Well, you guys are taking this well. I'm just... I'm in pain. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the question didn't necessarily break me. But it came close. Trev oh, yeah. is very mind-blown. Like, he's actually standing up and, like, walking around. Uh, I just got up because oh, this, think... this chair hurts my butt. But, yeah. Dude, um, you, you think this is bad? Wait till my next road trip. I'll find one worse. Oh, no. We're, Chris, you've been banned from taking road trips ever again. This okay. Is... The, we are going to have a good T, TPQ if Chris goes on a road trip plus metal. I'm pretty sure he already did that, but a lot more metal. I, I tried, but the front speakers are shot. Ooh. I'm thinking about replacing them, but I'm I'm looking to buy a new car for the next few months or so. So I'm just gonna not. <laughs> just gonna not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, seriously though, like low low frequency songs sound just fine. The Doom soundtrack, it's great. Anything with a higher frequency range, especially red, it just doesn't sound very good. So I'm left to my own devices and my own thoughts. Hold I'll up, probably hold solve up, hold some up. world problems and I just don't know it. When when we see a clone ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Can can they go back to their world and bring the PC build that I have right now. 
Well, they would have it in their, nope, they would have it in their world. Just for fun. Already, so what's the point? Okay, if if that does happen, I will play PC games with myself. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to play Call of Duty Warzone duos. I'm going to win every single match of that You got to go to a, like a, a, a coffee shop and do that. Like, you know, those, those like gaming coffee shops. Um, yeah. Oh, you would freak so many people out. Yeah, that'd be... You know, that's another thing i do. And then we'd, we'd try to practice, like, synchronized everything. So, like, synchronized drinking or coffee, synchronized typing on a computer or whatnot. Just for the sole sake of freaking people out. Mm. That's right. Man, I kind of want to do this. And it was on that day that Chris was sent <laughs> on his quest to clone himself. It's funny, we're talking about all these, all these hypotheticals uh, in, the, in, in the time where Clone High is currently a massive meme. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand why! It, you haven't seen it yet, have you? This is basically just my call to everybody who's listening to go watch the show, because it's a great show. I mean, Trent, answer I'm me, Chris. Answer me, Chris. brand here with... I am a filmmaker who doesn't watch oh films. My God. I'm trying to stay on brand here. Well, it's not a film; it's a what, show, fool. What if we abstract? Same thing. What if we abstract film to mean you don't watch film reels; you only watch digital film oh or God. digital movies? I'm just saying. <laughs> we talked a lot about digital signal processing today. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, you, did, you still didn't answer okay, my question. What do we call Chris? it? Like a, a, a back segue, or oh, still no. didn't answer my question? Have you seen Clone High? Let's. I have not. No. This is this is the I time. I want to watch it though. This is the time. It's everybody that's listening. Dude, I, got, I got a long everybody list of stuff to catch up on. Got, I gotta watch it. It's free on YouTube. I think it's on Hulu as well. Um, great show. It's making a comeback for some weird reason. Uh, and they also said that like uh, the show is actually like legitimately they're they're coming back and making more episodes in the near future, which is great. I'm I'm ending this show with. An advertisement. Sorry. <laughs> We're not sponsored, Trev. We're gonna get sued. Well, I, I I'll talk to Lord <laughs> Miller. I'll get their approval. It'll be okay. If you can seriously do that, I will never make an a deal to die for joke ever again. Oh, consider it. I've said it. Consider it done. Mark this timestamp on the YouTube slash Spotify slash Apple Podcast upload. Mark it. You mean Marcus? On that note, Marcus. No, Mark. Mark. Never mind. Please wrap this up. (laughs) And moving on from the king of horrible segues, thanks for listening to this episode of the Frame One Hundred Podcast. If you have any thoughts on any of the topics we discussed today, please leave a comment or tag us on Twitter with hashtag Frame One Hundred Podcast. We'd also like to thank Lots of Toast for the awesome theme music. Please go check out his channel and support his work. If you want to hear more from us, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Until then, stay tuned for our next episode, and keep brick filming!